So I guess it was about four days. That's not too bad. That was like a whole other week ago. But like not by the numerical sense of a week. No, no, no. But like but the just spiritual, the meta- metaphysical. Yeah, like that. Those days are over and done and dead. Yeah. Move on. Get another pizza. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I am your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one and only Pepperoni. And joining me, as always, via satellite, the friend of FLC. Huh? Eh? Yeah. Is that all right? F- FLCL? There we go. That's the thing you've been that's, excited about. That's the one. That's Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Uh, the friend of Jet Set Radio Future. Ooh, um, uh, Tony, JSI. did you want to did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? What's <laughs> up, everybody? How's it going? They're doing pretty good. Um, I'm fairly certain. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, they're they're great. They're on their way to work. They're maybe yeah. catching the bus to school. They're they're doing it. They're living their lives Holy. and they're listening to podcasts in which to this way. they should be working, guys. Well, they should be get back to work. Holy man. shit, your supervisor's going to find you and you're going to be homeless. He's right behind you. Look busy. Look busy. <laughs> don't don't draw attention to it though. Yeah, just chill, man. Just Stay calm. I know I know we're not helping. <laughs> Let's calm down. Or if you're anything like me, you're listening to this podcast while you're like futzing around your house in your underwear, like doing menial tasks. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> and everyone knows that, like, no, if you're listening or watching anything mundane while at work, no one's gonna come by until the moment something slightly sketchy shows up. Like what? I don't know. Like, like, like a hobo with a knife. Yeah, just a fucking. <laughs> Really? Like, hey, is that hentai? And he like stabs the shit out of your neck. Is that hentai? I'm gonna make a own a hole out of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is an excellent segue That's, into some anime. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you've been getting really excited about this sh- this show. Come the show. A show is making a return. Oh, dude, yeah, and I just found out about it like minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, right when I posted on the Discord. Um, mm-hmm. So what's the coming back? FLCL. So can you, for me, a layman, someone who's not seen the show, can you hit me with the bullet points? What are we dealing with plot-wise? What are we dealing with character-wise? It's an anime. It's good. There's robots and shit and aliens and stuff. It's fun and wacky. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm pumped for season two. It looks like we're getting two whole other seasons, but it sounds like they'll probably just be like other OVAs, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they keep going with the like six ser- six episode arc type things. Uh, that'll be fun. It looks like it's totally not completely connected to the first series. Uh, so it might be an okay jumping on point for like newer people. Yeah. Uh, because it just kind of starts right in the middle of its story as well, and like okay, you kind of just yeah. I watched the um the I watched the teaser trailer and like the art looks great. It looks awesome. Oh, totally, yeah. yeah. And, and, like, it looks this... It looks the same, which I mean in the best way possible. Like, it looks... Like, the, new, the new trailer looks like the old show? Yeah, which is which is great. So, I'm pretty pumped for that. Uh, it'll be fun. Um, maybe we'll get Figmas, who knows? Yeah, in a perfect world. 
uh, cool yeah. toys based on cool animes. I'm still waiting the... on the toys from Bumboo Battle. Um, oh, yeah. They're not even getting a second season, so I don't know if I'm going to get to see... It's too uh, bad. The yeah, ultimate Bumboo move. It's a shame. Damn shame. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've only seen clips. Just, ho- like, howling at the moon, me wishing for Kaijo <laughs> to return. Um... So, things that are new, but maybe the same in name. This is a terrible <laughs> segue. Um, it's okay, it's still working. It's, play, it's playing on the, the fact that this is a new show with the name of an old show, but it's the same but different. Um, yeah. I'm go, let's go with same but different. There has been talks on the interweb um, that I've been seeing popping up of people getting excited about maybe KB Toys returning. Oh yeah, yeah I heard about that. So, we, I feel like the conversation about Toys R Us dying is one of those things that, like, has maybe gone on a little too long, but, uh, as we all know, Toys R Us in the States is closing, Toys R Us in Europe is closing, um, and Toys R Us Canada is not, so thanks Toys R Us Canada. Um, Uh, Same with Asia as well. It's staying open in in Asia? Yeah. Oh, dope. All of uh, the Asian Toys R Uses are staking around too. Oh, that's awesome. Um... So, so Toys R Us is closing, um, and KB Toys, much like Toys R Us, when filed for bankruptcy, liquidated and closed. Um, and the whole crux of this thing is that this company, and disclaimer, full disclosure, your your old Peppercino didn't go to school for economics, (laughs) or banking, or knowing how money works, um... And how companies use their money to do what they do. But the the Cliff Notes shitty, uh, uneducated version of the story I got was this company, Bain Capital, which was started by Mitt Romney. So mm-hmm. let that affect your political choices in the future. Um, <laughs> this company, uh, with KB Toys, bought KB Toys, loaded it up with a bunch of debt, liquidated and closed it. Um yeah. I don't really know how this process works, and I'm speaking in layman's terms. My my assumption is that they would just, like, sit back and, like, collect, like, I don't know, insur- not insurance payments, but, like, loan payments or something. Mm-hmm. Like, they would somehow just keep skimming money from the failing business until it's time for it to close. Um, right. And that's sort of the vibe I get from people describing it, but I'm a neophyte. I don't understand any of that shit. Neophyte's not the wrong, not the right word at all. Because um, in no way am I studying to be an accountant's apprentice. Um, <laughs> but so uh, KB Toys was a toy chain in the States, no longer. Um, and they were, they were bought out by this company. Um, and this company uh, fucked them till they died. And that same company did the same with Toys R Us, the exact same thing. Um, yeah. So they, they, they acquired Toys R Us, they uh, hamstringed it financially, bled it out, and then let it die. Um, but now, uh, so thanks, Bing Capital, if you're listening. Um, great job. Real cool stuff you've been doing. <laughs> Real cool activities you've been getting up to i'm starting to think that these banking companies might be a council of demons like (laughs) just i mean the horns were kind of a giveaway the cloven hooves might have also been a warning sign yeah 
But those those tridents and pitchforks, I think that was the dead giveaway. Yeah. Um, so R.I.P. KB Toys and R.I.P. Toys R Us. Uh, but there might be some necromancers. So I'm just going full, going full, uh, weird, spooky, demonic with this. There might be I'll some necromancers, some necromancers out there doing a little bit of a, a bring shit back from the dead sort of incantation. And there's been talk online of KB Toys maybe coming back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But only in the states. Only in the states. But, but I, don't, I, don't think... I don't think we had them in Canada, did we? I don't think so. Either, to be honest. I but never saw one. we still get our Toys R Us's, so... Yeah. You know, we can't be too picky. But... We are Canada. The thing that confuses me is because KB Toys, the company, has filed for bankruptcy and was liquidated. Yeah. So, I'm guessing someone new has acquired the name and the licensing or the rights to the... That's what it sounds the like. The IP, I guess? I think so, because I remember there was a... Uh... Last week when we talked about it, there were talks that um, the companies behind, like, Little Tykes and a lot of the other, like, mainstay, like, like shelf stalkers for Toys R Us, uh, mm -hmm. they were looking to actually, like, buy out and keep it running under their own name, under the name of Toys R Us. Uh, but yeah, I feel like, like they might have bought the, the naming rights to KB Toys. Oh, okay. So maybe and this is like a transition, like some of these stores will be acquired and rebranded as KB Toys. Yeah. And Toys R Us fades, um, you know, fades to the underworld where it's been sentenced, you know, where it's Right, been... right. I'm still but trying the... to roll the demon, the demon, on the demon train here. That's, that's fair. Because yeah. um, I'm thinking like... If that's the case, they might not even do, like, liquidations. It'll just be these guys coming and be like, okay, we're taking everything, we'll keep the employees, we'll just transition smoothly. That would be really cool, and it would be awesome to see people not lose of... their jobs. Yeah, because I heard something that apparently like, they're also going to be like, so all those ex-employees, they're, like, looking to, like, rehire them all, or, like, move them over. Oh, that's kind of cool. So that is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. The retail space and the corporate structure, like all of these things are changing. And yeah. it's, it's a weird thing to sort of feel bad for a corporation closing its doors because of all the little people that get hurt. But it's this weird sort of like cycle because like fundamentally the corporate structure in and of itself is selfish and exploitative and hurts people like mm -hmm. like people people sit at the top and make tons of money and make decisions that fuck the little people over yeah um that being said toy stores are pretty cool <laughs> like that's that's the trade-off so yeah yeah we still like our toy stores yeah like, we have to, we're a toy, or a toy podcast, and we're both toy collectors. Well, so. this, this is, we gotta branch off, because we gotta start the tea cast as well as the pizza cast, so. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, we're, unlike Toys R Us, we're kind of planning for the future, where, when toys inevitably die. Yeah, we're gonna diversify. To talk about. We're gonna talk about pizza and tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then talk about our pea fetish as well. Oh yeah, no, that's true. The pea fetish cast. 
It's a golden what cast. Would be a good name. I was I'm, I'm like a ah, golden shower hour. The golden shower hour. <laughs> the golden shower hour with Tony and Logan. Uh, full disclosure. Yeah, um, first, I guess. P is funnier than it is sexy. So yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's really funny. P's hilarious, but but I wouldn't jo to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just so everyone at home listening knows. yeah just we're not we're not into it but we think it's hilarious that people are yes <laughs> we're not laughing with them it's more like we're laughing at them so if you're a piss en- <laughs> if you're a piss enthusiast uh sorry bud <laughs> we're point we're what can i say <laughs> What can I say? The golden shower hour was just a was just a you're joke. Not, you're not getting it in the future. So roll up that rubber mattress. I wonder Take if there is tarp. a podcast about... Uh, Pissing? <laughs> I was going to say pizza. Called the, oh. pe- the Pizza Cast. There probably is, hey? Maybe. I don't know. Capital City Comic Con happened this last weekend. I'm pointing at the webcam. Pointing happened this last weekend, and I was visiting... Our good favorite host, Pep and Cheese, for four <laughs> days straight. It was. That's why we can't stand to look at each other right now. Yeah, I've actually put a little piece of tape over my webcam so he can't. Mine's see always me. been there so that the build, FBI uh... guy doesn't watch you jacking it. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah, Tony was in town for for four uh, long. Long, exhausting days. No, Tony and I barely True. saw each other. Actually, yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah, you were you were but working like not the con. Each other I was part. working the life, and uh, we did have time to sit down and film and work on some projects. And Tony was in the vlog. Yeah, and yeah, tell the people maybe a little bit more about your experiences at the con. What cool. was what was the highlight? Uh, there were like quite a few highlights actually, but like I was very much in work mode while I was there. Mm-hmm. Like, I only really saw the one main bigger room of the con, but there were two buildings that were housing it. That's crazy. So, I was like, yeah, so the first day I was mostly behind the counter at Cherry Bomb Toys, slinging, slinging bricks and Joes and the usual. Uh, then the last half of the day I went over to the, the convention center and was behind the table at the chair bomb booth also slinging joes and various other toys so that was kind of fun um i did pick up a couple things while i was there uh but i'll go into that during our pickups conversation (laughs) our pickup section yes we have that still um so did that but then the second day uh I ended up working the celebrity signing, like the autographs, the selfies, the meet and greet type stuff. Uh, I was basically in this one area for like most of the day. And then uh, the celebrity who I was like taking the pictures for uh, requested that I came back (laughs) to like... Was that the dwarf? Yeah, I can't remember which dwarf he was from Lord of the Hobbits. Lord of the Hobbits, yeah. Uh, hang on, I can I can easily look it up. Nah, there's like 500 dwarves in that movie. I know, there was so goddamn many. There's a why. lot of fucking dwarves. Graham McTavish was the name of 
of the guy <laughs> that I was hanging out with. Of the dude. The, 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 the boy. <laughs> <laughs> the boy. Whoa! Okay, fuck. Now I'm feeling a little bit... A little bit starstruck. Why is that? Played the character Warden Ackerman in the ser- in Series 8 of Red Dwarf. I was chilling out with a dude that was in Red Dwarf. Who did he play in Red Dwarf? Uh, Warden Ackerman. Hmm. He's just a just a, a warden character when they're on the prison. Yeah, when they were, uh, I believe that's the one where they like ended up bringing back the entire crew, and then they like fucked up and then ended up going into prison. Yeah, yeah, I remember a weird space prison where they yeah. made them stand trial and stuff. Yeah, that's so. I think he, I'm pretty sure he was the that character. Uh, he was also the voice of Thundercracker in Transformers: War for Cybertron. Oh, that's fun. So that's really cool. Uh, he was more famous than you knew. Yeah, well, not. No, I knew he was pretty famous, but like. The fact that he was actually, like, in stuff that I knew as well, compared to just, uh, uh, Hobbit. Just Hobbit. Yeah, um... Yeah, shout out to Red Dwarf. (laughs) Yeah, Red Dwarf is tight. Yeah, so that was cool. Um... Who else did you see? What other famous people did you rub elbows with? Yeah, got to meet Patrick Warburton, which was really cool. He was such a super nice guy. Um, he actually ended up giving us, like everyone that was kind of part of like the crew that was there, uh, a signed autograph of him as a thanks for like doing what we were doing. Oh, that's um, really cool. Yeah, he was he was like super appreciative. It was funny because he didn't even know as well that like we were basically like, okay, leave the celebs alone. Just make sure like the fans don't get too nutty but he's like no you guys are great like um dustin he was uh he was the main dude that was like kind of like in charge of us um but like he was kind of mostly over on one end so i kind of took charge of my area (laughs) i was like oh shit i'm sorry i was kind of micromanaging i hope it was okay and they were like no 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 you were no thank you so that was good um yeah dustin was like He's like, oh, no, we're allowed to do this, but, like... So he went to, like, go and, like, ask for an autograph, and, like, he went to pay for it. And, uh, Patrick was like, no, you are... No, if you work for this, you're not gonna charge you for that. You're doing us a favor. That's cool. (laughs) So he was really cool. And, like, before I could even properly talk to him, there was, like, something that it... Like, some kid was setting something on fire or some shit. So I had to run away, answer a question, and then come back, and then basically just be like, thank you so much, and... Game of handshake and stuff like that. Nice. Uh, I was also beside uh, the dude that played Spike, and also better known, uh, he played Piccolo in the Dragon Ball live action movie. James Marsters, <clears throat> I believe. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, live action Dragon Ball. Everybody remembers loving that. Mm-hmm. Uh, truly one of the underrated lost gems of a movie. Uh, mm. But uh, he he seemed pretty cool. He was. He was really busy. His line was like, 
<laughs> just, just walking up to him and being like, I fucking loved you in Last Airbender, dude. Just like going for the high five. <laughs> <laughs> right? I should, I should. Oh, God. That just mixing, great. mixing up bombed ass anime movie <laughs> adaptations. Just completely fucking them up. Uh, but that being said, like, yeah, I just, I totally miss out on that. Um, however, afterwards, there was a bit of a... A hootenanny. A hootenanny. I don't want to say industry party because that sounds like my thumb is up my own butthole. Oh. That's uh, a different podcast. Yeah, that's the Thumb and, thumb and Boys podcast. Welcome to the butthole po- The Bad Henry podcast. <laughs> yeah. Can we start? Yeah, oh, God. Tony and How I made Bad up some Henry... slang. How did Bad Henry start and I, why can't it end? I don't even know. Um... Because I was referring to my butthole as my BH. Yeah. And, and then I, but I think I said bad Henry. Yeah, I think we just started riffing and it became my bad Henry. Yeah. Yeah, see, if we ever say bad Henry, we're now talking you know. about your poop shoot. Yeah, so um, we, we're starting the bad Henry cast and he did yeah. <laughs> Um Yeah, so uh, not an industry party. It was, like, it was just like the after party for the people who worked the con and like the, the volunteers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh but then some of the some of the guests from the con showed up, which was cool. Uh we had we had a few guests from the show that showed up. Mm-hmm. So all of the chapter house kids, uh who Jay Baruchel owns, uh showed up, including Jay Baruchel. Uh which was funny because nobody knew he was there. I didn't. Yeah, you were one of them. He is like, like a real life Spider Man, if that makes sense. Um, like, he's so he was, like he was bit by a radioactive spider. He might have been, but he's just he's like so, like lanky and like I want to say skulky, but a little bit skulky. Like he like he was deking in and out of areas. Like you, if he didn't want you to see him, you were not seeing him. He's like a little ninja. He was pretty crazy. <coughs> he also sucks at Marvel vs. Capcom. To be fair, though, are you good at it? No. Well, then, shut... No. <laughs> it's a hard game to be good at. <clears throat> That's true. Button mashing is clearly the key to success. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, so there was, uh, there was that. Um, uh, Vangelis, uh, fairly popular uh transformer and toy youtuber yeah was hanging out there so we were all chatting with him yeah i've met vangelis on a few occasions but it was nice to like crack a beer and and have a chat yeah this is the first time i ever actually like met him met him um he's pretty cool we were chatting chatting a little bit on instagram today too which is kind of fun nice nice it's always cool when like you're like you meet someone like that and they kind of do follow through with the whole like yeah i'll totally add you on instagram or like i'll totally social your media and then they do and you're like oh my god uh so that was kind of cool um i hopefully will be getting some micronauts off of him oh cool because apparently he had a booth and he was selling micronauts and i was like fuck that was all it was all about this weekend wait he had micronauts there (coughs) apparently that's i didn't know I didn't know because I was I was stationed. Anyway, I'm not going to complain about that. 
Uh, I'm I'm mostly kind of jamming on the vintage ones, and what I saw were like the like post two thousand guys. So, but you'd you'd get down on like some three A stuff too, right? Oh yeah, no, totally. Like I said, I I was trying to get a hookup from Larry for another one of those uh, string divers. Yeah, but <clears throat> one of his pals may or may not have one. I don't know. I just want more chrome headed boys. That's all I really care about right now. Chrome boys. It's chrome boys and anime girls. But those anime girls also have to be robots. Don't want any disgusting flesh. Just delicious screwholes. This is a rumor I heard, and maybe you can verify it. Maybe you don't know. And I it's it's sad because it's sort of a you and me thing. Oh. What's wrong? I heard that Movie Land Arcade closed. What? Who told you this? My buddy Simon was over there and he went to go to Movie Land and it was closed. What? Yeah, I think Movie Land Arcade is gone. Uh. And then he told me a hilarious story about when he went there as a young man. Did he also watch a dude jack off? Um. No. Oh my god. What? What do you mean what? It's still open. Yeah. Like it it's still at it's twelve forty five. Yeah, it closes at twelve forty five tonight. Maybe it was just closed that day or like I hope something. So, because I want to go there. Yeah, in like I two weeks okay. <laughs> so for the people the at home, um, if you've missed an episode where Tony and I have referenced or talked about Movie Land Arcade, Movie Land Arcade is a place in Vancouver that has pinball machines and arcade machines. And it's 18 plus, because in the back they have jerk-off booths. Yeah. <laughs> so in the back there's peep shows, um, where you where you have a jazz. And it's a very important place for me as a person, as a grown man. Because when I was in Vancouver as a young man, I remember uh, sneaking in to play video games. And being curious about the jerk off booths and then probably being thrown out or just like sneaking out. But I had a, had a very brief in and out in movie land. Um, and as an adult, Tony and I had his bachelor party there and we didn't celebrate by jerking off in the jerk off booths together, no, no. Um, which we could have, I guess, but, um, we went and played pinball and house of the dead and had a great time. Um, and so we try to hit it up every time I'm in Vancouver, but a friend of mine <laughs> gave me some bad, bad Intel. And told me it closed. <laughs> so basically, my whole conversation about Movie Land is moot because it's not closing. Everybody, be excited! It's well, I hope open. not. I mean, I'm kind of freaking out. Like I went down near that area recently, and it looked totally fine. Okay. Was he thinking it's... of maybe another arcade? That's been no, because then he, he told me his story about like going to Movie Land when he was like 18 and like putting money in the slot and how naive he was. Because okay. he thought, like, the window was going to open up and it was going to be, like, a naked lady dancing. <laughs> like, he thought it was, like, a real peep show. Right, right. And then it was just porn on a DVD and he was very underwhelmed. Yeah. You yeah. just paid for pornography. But also, when I just searched it now, there was a Vice article and it said, uh, 8mm peep show. So there might be some vintage ones in there that are still showing old porno. Gross. Which is... <laughs> I was going to say, which is dope. Well, I guess we'll find out. I know there's a bunch of other, like, sex shops along that way that, like, have peep shows. And, like, you can buy the full-on, like, 
circuit circus sex token circuit like, circus yeah it was like another arcade that existed for a while in burnaby and you'd buy uh tokens the to play tokens the instead of quarters yeah uh but these ones are just like those except they have six written on the side that's great yeah i should i should go to one and get one for you for your birthday that'd be amazing i Get you one free sex. I love Granville Street, although I do wish it wasn't a fucking shithole now. It's it's turned into a, a like tire fire baby. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Mm. Wouldn't recommend it. I would not <laughs> recommend it. Uh, but that's just kind of how downtown goes. Although the Daily Planet's on that street, right? Daily Planet. I don't know what's that comic shop called. <laughs> Golden Age. There we go. Golden Age is there. Yeah, they're still there. Yeah, Golden Age. Cool. Uh, should we shoot into some toy pickups? Yeah, baby. Tell me all about cool. yours. No, tell me about yours first. Okay. <laughs> Tony brought me, we've talked about them so many times on the podcast, the Bucky O'Hare from Boss Fight Studios. We got First Hell Mate yeah. Jenny, and we got Bucky O'Hare, and I haven't opened them, although it is collector-friendly packaging. I feel like I need to save the actual opening the first time opening for when a camera is rolling. I know that's a weird thing since it is collector friendly and I could just pop it back in super easily. Just pretend. Just pretend it was um, never open. But they look great, man. They look so fucking great. So, um, first mate Jenny here. So, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Bucky O'Hare, but the easiest way to sum up Bucky O'Hare is like, it's like shitty Space Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's just like... Like, similar aesthetic, similar yeah. sort of character design, um, and they're in space. Toys were also <laughs> made by Playmates. They were also, were they? The original ones were, yeah. Cool. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's, it's anthropomorphic space animals doing what anthropomorphic space animals do. Uh, yeah. so first mate, Jenny, is a cat, um, and she was the figure... I've heard people use the phrase that killed the line, but that's not true. The line died on its own, and she was going to come out in the next wave. Yeah, those fucking others. frogs killed the line. Um, so, yeah, she's a cat. She comes with uh, four faceplates in total. Mm -hmm. So we've got sort of uh, open, awkward vampire smile look, like her fangs are showing. Um, we've got sort of just a, a casual smile. We've got a winky face, and then we've got another almost indistinguishable casual smile <laughs> and then she's got some effect part hands where she's casting some whatever her purple power is called in the show um so she's throwing down purple hand chops that that could laser beam your ass cool um oh yeah she had a psychic ability that was her thing um yeah she looks fucking great uh so now let's talk about the good figure um <laughs> We've got Bucky O'Hare, and oh my god. So he has one less face. He's got um, he's got three as opposed to four. Um, did they fuck up and just give me two of the exact same face? No, they're so slightly different. Wow. Wow. I'm like blown away at how almost the exact same these two face sculpts are. At a glance, I would not be able to tell the difference. So we've got Bucky O'Hare smiling with his mouth closed, and we've got Bucky O'Hare smiling with his mouth open twice. Because these head sculpts <laughs> are almost the exact same. Um, 
And he's got uh, gun-holding hands. Uh, he's got one punch hand and one open, sort of relaxed hand, or, or whatnot, splayed hand, we shall call it. And, get this. What? He's got a pistol. Just one? Two. Uh, yeah, okay. That was kind of <laughs> like an actual like, this question. Too, weird. Like, he's got two hands. In fact, underneath he's got another fist and a pointy finger. I didn't even realize there's another layer to his packaging. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing. I remember... Uh... Does Jenny have more shit? Oh shit, Jenny's got more shit. Yeah, she's got tons more stuff. Yeah, she's got uh, some ring effect parts and, and way more casting hands and punching hands. Hell yeah. Yeah, I bought one of those ring effect parts off of Ian's Jenny because I just wanted one to make... One of my anime girls do a thing. Cool. Yeah, really? I didn't even I didn't even realize there was an extra layer. I'm glad that he has multiple pistols. And it looks like his belt will do the same thing his belt did in the action figure wave, the original ones, where you can just sort of smash the pistols onto them. They've got like a nub and a hole and you sort of plug yeah. them on his hip. Yeah, I remember that was one of the big, like, kind of selling points of the original toys, as well as, like, the boss fight, um, just the prototype pictures that mm -hmm. we saw. We were like, holy shit, you can actually clip those on his belt. That's rad. Mm hmm So, yeah, they look, they look great. They look amazing. Um, the collector-friendly packaging is a blessing and a curse. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that it exists, but I also hate that it exists, because now I have to hold on to it forever. Because <laughs> um, if these were just clamshells, I would just rip this bitch open and be done with it. But it's kind of nice to have these still around. Yeah, totally. Um, and, yeah, I guess it's a place to store the extra bits as well. Um, yeah, he, he looks great. She looks great. It's so, it's really nostalgic to see Bucky O'Hare um back in action um i wonder if it's a viable viable property i'm i'm looking forward to uh dead-eyed duck and the storm toad trooper very very stoked that that's a thing and i hope that we get to see a third wave or rather a fourth wave because i think the astral projection and stealth mission bucky are part of the second wave i don't know how they're counting these waves so. i'm not too sure um but yeah it would be it would be rad to see it go beyond uh, Dead Eye Duck and Stormtoad Trooper, and get to see more characters from from Bucky. Man, I'd love to see Blinky. I'd love to see Al Negator. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to see the Toad weird. Admiral dude. Oh, I'd be God, down. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet, actually. I, I, like, it's weird. I don't really have much like nostalgia for these toys, but I can appreciate what they are, and I love seeing how happy they make everybody else totally yeah so that's super cool it's like the opposite of how you feel when you see a mad ball <laughs> exactly yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> you can't be happy for someone in their mad ball but you can be it's happy like, for ugh. someone in their bucky yeah <laughs> like i understand the bucky i don't get the mad ball jesus yeah they put the face hugger on the wrong dude Ooh. oh also um what else did you get pizza spidey uh, Pidey. Pidey. Pizza Spidey. Well, I got the classic retro throwback packaging, um, Spider-Man. And he's fucking amazing, dude. He's good times? He's so fun. This is the most fun I've had with the Marvel Legend, I think. Like, I'm <coughs> really, really enjoying posing him up. And 
I mean, compared to the actual Pizza Spidey, he has less hands. Like, we don't get a, a second web-slinging hand, and we don't get punchy fists, which right, I think right. is what the original one came with, with, also with the unmasked head and the pizza slice. Yeah. But he's super, super fun to pose. And I think with a character like Spider-Man, he's fun to pose because you can just put him in the most, like, crazy, dynamic nothing pose like the weirdest fucking pose and then put him on a stand upside down and he just looks like he's doing his spider-man shit yeah it's yeah. like it's <laughs> so fun because like you're not limited by gravity with a character like spider-man so you can just pose him up in like any fucking crazy ass skydiving pose and he just looks like he's doing his spidey thing oh that's awesome man nice yeah he's super super fun and like the the sort of shielding part of his shoulders where they give them the sort of extreme crunch so their arms can cross more. Yeah. Um, they've painted those inner chunks and pretty much any way you pose it, it doesn't break up the costume. Like, it nice. holds true, which is, like, pretty crazy. Oh, that's super badass. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because yeah, um, I was a little bit worried about that, but I mean, meh, still good then. Still and good. I got a DM from a friend who's like, hey, I might have a box full of Spidey hands if you want them. And oh, I'm like, hell yeah. Even better. Yeah, Spidey Sweet. Spidey looks dope. And, like, to be honest, if I saw if I saw one, like, on the shelf somewhere, I'd probably just buy it just because. Like, yeah. I, like, I know a that's a weird one? thing to do to own the same toy twice. But, like, I'm enjoying fiddling with them so much that, like, maybe, I don't know. I just, like, I, I would be so excited to see them on the shelf somewhere that I would probably just scoop them again. So I'm insane. Is that crazy behavior? No, that's not crazy. That's that's pretty legit. I mean, that way you can kind of have, like, the toy with its retro packaging on the wall, too. Totally. And then have the open one to, like, fiddle and fuss with. Yeah. So, no, that's totally legit, man. Digit, yeah. legit. I love them. Can't quit. What about you, my my sweet sweet friend? What uh, what kind of toys do you you pick up at the con? So there were two two things, I think three things I picked up at the con. Um, one thing I have to actually call the manufacturers and get fixed because oh yeah, that kind of was a bit of a a bum bum moment. Now I'll, I'll jump into that actually. Uh, I found the Sentinel four inch Enel. Uh, Mega Man Star Force toy. Yeah, they, they have a weird name for them. Uh, but it was a toy I've been kind of like mulling over for the last uh, few months now. Yeah. Uh, it might be an EB Games exclusive for Canada. Uh, I haven't seen it anywhere else, but like, it's, it's essentially a $75 4-inch Mega Man toy. That's a pretty high price point. It's a stupid high price point. But it's a really cool figure. Yeah? And I mean, what sort since of, the, the what character... What sort of quality are you... Is it comparable to? Uh, I would say it's like a 4-inch Figma. 4-inch okay. Figma, 4-inch D-Arts, 4-inch SHF. Okay. So highly posable, highly detailed. Yep. Also made by Sentinel, so you know you're getting something good out of them. Uh, so I guess it kind of is like their... I can't remember the... Uh, the Mega Man X that they did recently. But also considering that the character is like a kid, that stature kind of works with the rest of the Mega Man lines. Because it's like, it's just a kid. So, it's got the kid body. Yeah. So stoked. Um, I, I found him when I got to the con the first night. 
And it was right in the middle of the Cherry Bomb booth. And I was like, oh, fuck yes. Okay, I'm like, hey, I'm picking this up, by the way. I don't know <laughs> for how much. Uh, it was on the table for much less than 75, let's just say Perfect. that. Uh, so I put off to the side, and then I had to basically teach everyone how to use the uh, the till. And I'm like, okay, well, the Moneris machine is the same one that we use for this. I'm like, okay, so this is an example on how to take cards. Like, okay, guys, quick, how much should I pay for this? <laughs> and then I was like, okay, this seems like a fair price. I knocked it down a bit as well uh, for myself. <laughs> Not, like, stupid, stupid low, but, like, way better than it would be in stores. You got um, a deal. I got, I got quite a deal. Uh, so I was like, okay, this is how you use this machine and stuff. And I'm like, okay, so let's keep that off to the side. Uh, when I got to your place, I busted it out, and I tried putting the helmet together... And, um, lo and behold, one of the pieces was completely misassembled. And the other thing about it too was, uh, it was a completely sealed figure. Yeah. Like the tape wasn't broken. Yeah. Tape wasn't broken. I opened it myself. The tape off on the plastic containers were completely fresh. The head was still wrapped in its like plastic shield type thing mm-hmm. it was just like a factory error it looked like the piece was either installed upside down or just off kilter there was like too much flashing in it uh so either way one of the ear guards clips in fine but there's a bit of a gape uh and then on the other side it's completely closed off and you actually can't put like the helmet assembly together like the the assembly is like non-functional right now that's such a bummer it super sucks but like i feel like it would have been worse if it was if i paid full price too Mm -hmm. if i paid 75 bucks plus tax for like a broken ass toy i'd be fucking livid yeah that's Uh, nasty so i haven't really been able to give like a full full fiddle with it just because I kind of like packed it up and put it back in the box. I'm like, I'm going to deal with that when I get back to Vancouver. Uh, See, so yeah, I'll probably fire off a customer service email right after with some pictures of the affected area. Uh, the main yeah. thing that I would... Hopefully hopefully they can send you a new head or a new part or something. That's kind of what I'm hoping. Like, I don't want to mess around with it too much right now just in case. They're like, well, you're fucked. Return it, yeah. I guess. And be like, can do can't do these are really hard to find yeah exactly they were i think i've seen them twice in shop so far yeah so hopefully sentinel will be rad and helpful but uh, i guess tune in next week for the part two of that yeah Um, yeah man that's it's a tough one like dealing with with a defective toy yeah it's that's just always frustrating uh, the thing that I did manage to pick up uh, that I kind of knew I was grabbing at the show because it was a low-key convention exclusive was the MMC Nitro Convoy, uh, which is a retool, repaint, remaster of their uh, it's, it's the MMC Calidus, which is the uh, the Lost Light version of Rodimus Prime that they made. 
so this character is actually an homage slash slash masterpiece version of Override, which was a Transformers Cybertron character. Uh, depending if you are going for the North American or Japanese continuity, uh, the North American continuity, she was the leader of the speed planet Velocitron. Um, and that's kind of the continuity that I'm kind of sticking with, because I really dig the idea of a lady race car prime character. <laughs> yeah, like it's totally. Oh, it's so cool. Uh, they did an awesome fucking job with her. Like, holy shit. Uh, I picked one up for my buddy Ben. He was the one that was like, I need you to pick this up for me. I'll pay you back, whatever. We'll just, I need you to grab this, because there was something that went on. Like, they were originally going to be available, then they were like, okay, no, we can't because they're exclusive for, like, a con overseas. Uh, and then we found out that they were coming to Capital City Comic Con. So, that was really cool. Uh, and I was like, you know what, I've always kind of dug the character. It was one of my favorite Cybertron toys, and I just, I really dug it. So, I'm like, you know what, I, I just gotta pick it up. That's gonna be my, like, one souvenir, if anything. Uh, super glad I did. The paint apps are crisp. The, uh, the sculpting is amazing. The joints are nice and tight. Uh, I haven't transformed her yet. I just kind of, like, took her out of the box recently, and I've been fiddling with the robot mode. Uh, one of the things that I'm glad that they actually changed up from the prototype pictures was they showed her with gray wheels. Mm -hmm. And the original toy had, uh, red translucent wheels. And the, uh, like, they actually swish it up so she has the red translucent wheels. That's dope. So super pumped for that. She's, like, a perfect... Oh, that's super cool that, like, they were paying attention. Like, because people were probably like, hey, what about those wheels? <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. The face sculpt is, like, pretty ambiguous. So if you're like, yeah, that's a lady bot, you're like, okay, cool, that makes sense. Uh, but in the Japanese version, uh, the character was a male. And you can be like, oh, that's also kind of, could be a dude too, why not? It's a robot. Uh, so that's super fun. Um, yeah, the red and white with the gold color scheme is amazing. And there's like shocks of baby blue to kind of like separate it a bit and add a few more color pops. And then you get kind of like a, a darker gray and a, like almost like a blayish gray as well it's just it's great like the color palette's fantastic uh i've got no issues with mine so far and she poses super well like i actually ended up fiddling with the one at their booth and i posed it up for them and it was on display like that for the rest of the weekend so that was really fun uh yeah cannot recommend enough i and so so this guy is a convention exclusive i believe so but it might also be at ages three and up in Vancouver? I think so. I think the leftovers are going to go there. Uh, they also might end up being online on like certain websites. I'm just not too sure. And MC MC is a little bit different. Um, mm. Like their main distributor is Ages, uh, but they also go through other uh, companies as well. So we'll see. If you can find her, pick her up. I highly recommend her. Uh, the other toy that I picked up was another one that I was kind of, like, thinking about for a while. And I'm like, okay, I gotta... If I'm gonna, like, 
haggle slash try to get a decent price. Uh, the uh, uh, the con is the best place to try it, and it works. And they accepted my offer, and I was like, "Down, I'm done. Let's do this." The mayhem mechanics, unrustable bastard. Uh, so I'm super into this toy because I'm super into Microman right now, and also MP scale Transformers. This character is actually its own thing. It's not homaging any Transformer. It's not a character that's in any current Transformer series. It is its own thing, and it was apparently a Kickstarter-funded toy initially, and then they actually delivered, and they came out with the toys. Uh, so what it is, is it's a kind of Sons of Anarchy motorcycle bike gang, uh, but they're all robots. So cool. the original pictures, it looked like there was just going to be like a smaller robot that goes into the chest, and that robot can also ride kind of like a minicon type thing and i don't know if it was the fans or if it was like their plan all along but it turns out that that mini robot is actually three and three quarter scale okay so it scales up with gi joe's star wars microman knights of the slice all of those guys um and you have essentially just this giant fucking motorcycle robot does he have a shotgun? He has two shotguns, two pistols, and then the uh, the mini bot has two pistols that also kind of go off to the side uh, for that to hold. And then it also comes with a giant chainsaw. Wow. So, are there others in the wave? Like, are there other characters from this new property? There are. Uh, so what happens is, I just got the standard stock uh, orange and red dude. Because I kind of love the... Or, sorry, the orange and black. I kind of love the color scheme of orange and black. And that was just the one that was kind of, like, jumping off the shelf for me. Uh, So that one comes with two different robot heads. And, like, for the the mini-bot. And I think four faces for the bigger bot. Okay. Uh, So you basically swap those out all with, like, screwing the back of the head. Uh, yeah, so you swap the, the different faceplates out for the bigger robot using just a Phillips screwdriver. Uh, and then the, the mini bot head, you completely like disassemble the back and then pop the new head in. Uh, but yeah, I, I dig it. It's fucking huge. Edit your fart, Logue. Um, only complaint that I really had was there were no instructions for it. Oh, it basically just had a QR code and a like, check out our YouTube for the transformation video. Oh, weird. Uh, but I managed to figure it out on my own. Okay. Except for like a weird bit of the back piece. I just kind of like looked at a few reviews so and was like, oh, I he's just got, missed a spot. He's got multiple face faces to swap them out. Yeah. And sorry, there were other color schemes? Yeah, so there's the orange and black. Uh, then there's also a white version. Oh, so white and I think a bit of light gray. Oh. Uh, and then there was a convention exclusive as well. Uh, slash some kind of exclusive. That was an homage to Kaneda's bike from Akira. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, that one is quite nice. It also comes with a sticker sheet with all of the decals. That's that were awesome. on Akira on uh, Kaneda's bike. Wow, man. I wish I was at that con. Yeah, dude. 
Next year. Next year. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, the red... I, I shouldn't be spending money, though. <laughs> no, no, you're going going to Japan in a couple weeks. As I almost gave you a stack of money for a Megatron. <laughs> That's right. We... Yeah, I'm kind of glad that it sold out just to save you from yourself. Yeah, that would have been a bad choice. Um, yeah, he's, he's nice. Uh, everything's nice and tight on him. Uh, the plastic feels solid. Uh, the transformation is simple in some parts, but complex in others. Like, the legs are just a super simple, like, unfold and then reshape. Whereas the, uh, the torso is just a bunch of weird swivels and panels and flips and spins and shit. He's fun. I like him a lot. And he's, like I said, he's massive. He's a good head taller than, uh... Nitro Convoy slash Override MP and about a head shorter than MP Megatron. So do these guys plan on doing more sculpts and more characters? And for now there's just that guy? They do. They actually just revealed last week that they're going to be doing a police APC that transforms into a giant robot with another Microman-esque rider. So... Once again, for the people listening and myself, because I'm a shit co-host, um, what's, <laughs> no, what's, the, what's the name of the, the line? Uh, so the line, uh, this one is called, oh fuck, hang on one sec, uh, Mayhem Mechanics, uh, The Unrustables, or The Unrustable Bastards. That's great. And they're their own, their totally own thing, which is also really cool. Because as much as I love third-party characters and stuff like that, it's really cool seeing like something that just kind of adds to Transformers and is like their own thing. Like it's a kind of its own weird like Mary Sue slash fan fiction type character, but you know it's cool. I dig it. I like it a lot. Uh, then the fact that the toy has individual fingers makes me super super happy. And I got it for a, a pretty damn decent price, too, so. That's great, man. Yeah. Uh, the only other major pickup this week was at Cherry Bomb. Wait, I... be- before we move on to that, may I? Yeah, please. Um, I just popped open their site here. Yeah? They have what they call the Arsenal Assortment. Oh. And it's just a little blister pack with a sword, a chainsaw, an axe, a scythe, two more shotguns, two more pistols, a saw of some kind. Um, is a machine gun? No. What is that? Oh, shit. I'm, like, looking at the package and reading it, and then there's a full list. <laughs> like, as I'm, like, right underneath, they've printed a full list of all these items. Uh, so all that cool shit. And then they have a bunch of different uh, chest plates for him. Oh, damn. So you can s- swap out his, like, pectoral armor piece. Oh, yeah. You get two other panels in the toy as well to swap this, the chest pieces. This pack comes with five new sets. So ten, ten little pieces. Fucking rad, actually. As well as a head assortment pack. Holy shit. And the head okay. assortment pack has ten heads. Okay, I'm checking this out. <laughs> Might have to jump on this. Oh, fuck. That's cool. 
Whoa. Yeah, just the little shotgun for like the mini bot is really neat. They're doing a three-pack on their website. That's all three of the ones you mentioned. So wow. the regular colorway, the white one, and the Canada one. That's pretty sweet. Do you say they did one with all the different faceplates, too? Yep. Um, oh, there it is. Yeah. Ooh, T... Oh, fuck, that's... Ex Exclusive and out of stock. T1 exclusive color. It's purple. Okay, I actually really dig those new heads. <clears throat> yeah, those are really cool, hey? The, like, almost kind of Samus Aran head. That's, like, the second one in. And then the... Just the mono-eye. Whoa, these are fucking cool. Yeah, they're very fun. <laughs> And then just, like, the grills face. Oh, that's badass. Oh, and it's got heads for the dude who goes inside. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not really digging those heads. Because the one that I... The one that it came with was just, like, a uh, face... Like, a mouth plate and then a V visor. I'm like, that's perfect. That's all I want. <laughs> but that's really cool. Yeah, that's neat. Very, very cool. Yeah, that's fun. Um, yeah, and then the last thing I picked up, which was a total fluke as well. Uh, everyone was like, holy shit, how is that still there? Um, I found a vintage Micronaut at Cherry Bomb Toys. Yeah! Uh, it was the Pharoid, and I think everyone skipped it because he was in his... Like, sarcophagus cha time chamber. And I was just like, holy shit, that's exactly what that is. So I, like, pulled back the counter, went in there, pulled him out. He was chilling out in there looking probably in the best condition that I've seen one. Um, mm -hmm. And he was dirt, dirt, dirt cheap compared to, like, eBay prices. So I, yeah. I snagged him. So that was cool. That was my, like, one Microman purchase. I'm hoping next month for the Cherry Bomb Toy Fair, I might be able to score another Microman or two or 12. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, that's that's an excellent goal. Yeah, just look for some micro friends. Mm -hmm, micro buddies. Oh, there goes Havoc. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he stays strong in his pose. Well, he did fuck your bitch. <laughs> oh, that's so ridiculous. I love it. We're stupid. Yeah, we're in a fun way. So you got the Microman fever, and you managed to find a dope Microman. Yep, it just That's worked out. Man, I'm I'm stoked on your Mayhem Mechanics thing. I feel like that's something... You might jam on? I feel like if I had known about the Kickstarter... Yeah, you would have... I could have, I could have gotten swept up in it. Um, but yeah, he just... He looks... They look great. They look fun. Yeah, he's, he's pretty awesome. I'm, like are they, I said, so are they going to, um, are they going to kickstart their, um, their... The cop man? 
Yeah, or are they just, now that they're a company, they can afford to do it? Uh, I'm not too sure, actually. I just saw a couple uh, teaser-type images on Facebook, but nothing, like, concrete. Okay. So we'll have to wait and see. Wait and see. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I had a good time. We we did good work here today, Tony. Yeah, we did We did good. We made Was it. there uh, anything you needed to say to the people before we get out of here? Yeah, if you think we did good work, please rate and review us on iTunes and then hang out with us on the Discord. Yeah, join the Discord. That's been going so, so well. Yeah, it's been pretty um, awesome. So there will be a link to the Discord in the... Uh, the description of our Instagram account mm-hmm. as well as my Instagram account, so Ultra Radical Toy Works or the Good Morning Toy World Instagram account, you can find a link to the Discord there. It's been pretty sweet just having like a pocket chat all day, every day Hell with yeah. toy nerds about <laughs> toy stuff. Um, yeah, it's been great. So get involved. Cool. That's yeah, your your clo- your best direct line to all of your toy world goodness. Uh, that felt weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. And remember, folks, <laughs> a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. See ya. Oh, man. I'm, we're dying. We are dying. We're dying. <laughs>